making they're making like a prequel or something with Chris Hemsworth, I think. Uh yeah, so they're making one or George Miller. He he's like the head of Mad Max. He's doing one more at least one more with Tom Hardy. And he's um that I think that one's called like the Wasteland or something like that. And then he's doing a, a Furiosa sequel or like a prequel movie. Uh, which is Charlie Theron in Fury Road. And it has um, Chris Hemsworth and the guy who's Dr. Manhattan and Watchmen and Ian Taylor-Joy. Okay. All right. So, Very cool. Yeah. Well, guys, we're back. Oh, Jesus, we're back. Right, we're back with the third straight Marvel episode. Sorry, oh, but also boy. not sorry. We hope you love Marvel, because we do. But yes. don't worry, don't worry. We're taking a break. We're taking a break. Next week, we're watching the exact opposite of a Marvel film. Completely yes. different. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Today's episode is we're talking about Shang-Chi, the latest Marvel movie to come out. We were going to do yeah. this last week, but things got complicated. And it also gave more time for people to Guess watch, go see it. Yeah. And, yeah, we're going to discuss Shang-Chi. Yeah, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Starring yes. Simu Liu, if I'm saying that correctly. I hope I am. I think I am. I don't know. I'm going to hope so. If we butcher some of these names, we are very, very sorry. We are going to do our best. I'm going to check. <laughs> I think you have... I think... I, I, I think we'll do a good job. I hope. But, but yeah, um... You want to give, like, right. a basic intro to the movie real quick? All right, yes. So, Shang-Chi starts... Shang-Chi... Shang. I'm going to... I need to keep saying Shang. Keep saying Shang. Shang-Chi is the name. He... <laughs> Shut up, DJ. <laughs> Shang-Chi... I a very disappointed look in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts out with who we find out to be his father, Wenwu is his name. This is his last name. I can't remember his first name. Wen Wu is basically... The, I mean, the movie starts out with some really great combat, like right off the bat, and kind of hints at things to come. Oh, yeah, that first action scene is fantastic. It is awesome. Basically, Wen Wu and his Ten Rings group is facing off against this other army... Why are they? What are they getting? What are they trying to get again? They're just trying to take land. It's That's right. They're just trying like, to take land. Uh, he, it, it's essentially just like the tale of the Ten Rings and the guy who heads it, and um, he's kind of just. It shows that like before modern times, he's kind of like this ruthless warlord, kind of guy, who's taking land. Yeah. He literally takes on the pretty much the whole army by himself, like because yeah. he can. Yeah. And then and we then, fast forward <clears throat> to nineteen ninety six, right, yeah. mid nineties, where he ends up meeting his eventual wife as he's searching for this sacred village yeah. that has this great mystical dragon thing. Yes, that's going to teach him in. A mystic art that is a 
mystic. The, the person that guards this village is, like I was saying, would be his eventual wife. Mm. <laughs> One thing I find odd about this, how odd the the action is. Because if action, like, you never would think action could action could be so peaceful. <laughs> yes. But, but that's what I, this is. Yeah, I love that scene. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's very odd. It's like a dance, like the, so basically the, the wife, or her name is Ying Li, I believe that's how you say it. I think so. She's trained in like this kind of peaceful version of some form of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wenwu is more of an aggressive, like attacking kind of form of martial arts. And of course he has the 10 rings as well. Yes. But even with the 10 rings, she's able to end up winning over him mm-hmm. they fall for each other and they have two kids they have shang chi and shang chi's sister which I'm trying to remember the name of i cannot remember her name anyway yeah anyway sister. sister right we don't get much about her till later on it basically shows him in his younger years and then talks about, and it also talks about in that same kind of area his him leaving right or is that yeah. later? Is that later? That That's a little leaving? later, but... Right. So, basically, then it jumps to present day. Yeah. Where we get, like, this really cool music, and you're like, oh, so, like, Shang-Chi's gonna be, like, this really rich dude that has a lot of money. It's an origin story that is used for a lot of the Marvel heroes, specifically Doctor Strange and Iron Man. But no. He's a... <laughs> him and Katie... Yeah. Park cars for a hotel. Yeah, it, it's kind of on par with like Ant Man, or he, or he, yeah, he he works at a Baskin Robbins. I can't wait. Ant Man's gonna be so fun to talk about. I love Ant Man. Oh my gosh! Welcome to Baskin Robbins. And then he gets fired from it, and it's not much later too. We get some some more background of the characters. We see Katie's uh, family and stuff, but it doesn't take long till we get to. One of the best action sequences in the film. The train. Oh, yeah. the, not the train. What the hell? The, the bus. bus. The bus sequence. Yes. That Yeah, that seems awesome. I mean, it kind of sets the precedent for, like, the Shang-Chi action sequences of the movie. And, I mean, I mean, it's, what, like, 25 minutes into the movie? It's a total banger. <laughs> it is. I love when movies use the environment to their advantage and use it effectively and this was no yes. exception a very oh, crowded yeah. space and you see shang use that to his advantage and you see it you see in the movie puts him in a tough spot because of it because of yes. putting him in that environment you see him swinging around like the poles and stuff like that smashing yeah. guys through windows yeah you get the guy live streaming in the background from <laughs> spider-man homecoming Yes. I was like, oh I was like, is that the guy from Spider-Man Homecoming? And sure enough, it is. The guy yeah. that says, do a flip to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's, I love, he's like, so I did some martial arts back in my day, and he's live streaming on his phone, so I'm going to commentate or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So good. He takes out kind of like the low-key, like, minor thugs, and then we get... The one-armed guy with the razor. Razor Fist, yeah. We get a cool yeah. uh, action fight with Razor Fist. Oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 that I mean, the whole like section's cool, but like once it gets like one on one and they're all f- he's flipping around like out of windows and stuff, that's when it like 
that's really cool. Dude, the slow-mo is used so well. Yes. Yeah, um, usually Marvel movies don't use that much, like, slow-mo. But I, I was kind of glad this one did, because it kind of added to it. It did. It did. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. Yeah, only, like, they don't very use it, like, barely few and far between. It depends I, on the movie. Specifically, the one shot I'm thinking of is, which is great, is the one where he's, like, sliding underneath Razor Fist's blade. Yes. That one's awesome. Another interesting piece to that is it clearly shows the pendant. Which... Yes. Which, that's the... that. That is the thing with this fight, is they want the pendant. They've told him that they need the pendant. Yes. So, action sequence um, presses on. Eventually, he manages to tell Katie to swing the bus sideways so that the so that they can depart. They can the two pieces can come apart so they can leave Razor Fist behind. Yeah. Because. At this point, Shang-Chi's like, well, I can't beat him on my own or whatever. I can't beat him right now. So we kind of got to just get everyone off the bus, on the one side of the bus, safely. So we can resume this another time. Because the bus is falling apart anyway, because Razor Fist has been throwing his blade everywhere and cutting things up. And then we find out, it's very hard to miss, but when you see Shang-Chi does this really cool move where he, like, propels himself from the side of the bus that's that's... Le- that's yeah. ripping apart to the other side or the dri- driver's side mm-hmm. it's hard to miss but you can see that the pendant's gone yes right yeah, yeah. and then they uh, fully outright say it like a few minutes later but yeah it, it's a nice like little touch right camera movement's great too I should po- we should point that out oh yeah. yeah the camera and the editing are like fantastic the way it, like, switches from everyone to, like, from person to person. And just, like, the slick action cuts are cool. Definitely. Also, when I saw the Warriors poster in his uh, little, like, apartment, I literally was so happy inside. Yes. I literally was like, let's freaking go! The Warriors! Yeah. Come Dude, on! That Kung Fu Hustle, I was just like, yes. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Honestly, though, the warrior's vests are kind of similar to his costume, too. They ca- they do have, like, a look kind yeah. of similar. Like, they're kind of yeah. dark red. Yeah. And his and Sh- Shang-Chi's suit is very similar to, like, a vest mm-hmm. where it's cut off and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, that was really cool. That's – I love when Marvel references other movies or has little Easter eggs and – I, I love the War, Warriors movie dearly, so that's, like, for me, that's, like, a, probably a top five, just kind of, like, background Easter eggs for me, oh, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, that, that one was great. I Yeah, The Warriors is a great movie. Oh, so Can't good. Go so good. Cult classic. The next kind of big section of this film is, he ends up, he has this, so he's had, Shang-Chi's had this letter, we find out, for a while, from his sister. I put this in quotes because mm. we find out later it's someone else. It's yes. Wen Wu's dad that actually sent him the letter mm. but it has this address on it so shang and katie go to it's china right or is it is it china yes. right I it's china so. to, to this address 
It ends up being an underground fight ring. Yes. Is what it is. We see Abomination. We see Abomination. And Wong. For set design, this is... I love the set design for the underground fight ring. Oh, yeah. It looks great. It does. It's very interesting, like, the idea of, like, having the fighters, like, above and stuff, you know, with, like, the glass and everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Also, um, one little reference that I totally forgot to mention to you, because we, we've been kind of talking about this movie off and on. Right. Um, you can see in the one cage that um, one of the widows is fighting one of the people from Iron Man 3. The extremists. Like, yes. The extremists yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. That part was so cool. But it was a nice little touch that kind of ties everything together. That's what I, that's what I love about this film is like it's to, it's integrating itself so well with yeah with the rest of the MCU. To, it's not yeah, it's not afraid to like add little touches of other movies. Especially like Iron Man 3, which is great because it's such a different film from all yes. the other MCU movies prior. Yes. It it feels different. Right. There was no other there was no other like martial arts centric film prior to this or environment like this yeah it was completely new and yeah i i was excited i think you were i mean i think a lot of people were i think it paid off because it was definitely it was a nice change of pace I had some nostalgia, like, thinking about when you and I and, like, Emerson, our friend Emerson, was, like, talking about this movie, like, three years ago or two years ago with very little knowledge of what it it was going to be. And for a while, it was my most hyped, like, Marvel film that I was most excited for, just because I'm a big, I'm a big Jackie Chan fan. I know you are, of course, too, TJ. So we really like our martial arts. Yeah, um... I remember when this was first announced, so we were kind of going through the projects together, and we were kind of like, oh, ooh, a martial arts movie. This could be cool. And it ended up being awesome. <laughs> no doubt. Another thing I'm super happy about is Marvel is finally embracing, starting to embrace the Incredible Hulk film. Yes. Yeah, we kind of touched about this on um, the Hulk podcast, which I don't know when that went up. But, yeah, and that, like, a lot of movies get forgotten for a long time. And now they're kind of touching on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Bringing back Abomination. Yeah, because, look, obviously that movie isn't the greatest. It's bottom-tier MCU, but Abomination was, is a cool villain, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, aesthetically, he's cool, and, like, he he can be used, like, in a nice, like, fashion sometime in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, and, and so, right, so we meet Abomination because he's fighting Wong, our boy Wong. Yeah. Uh, they kind of have this kind of team thing going, this little teamwork thing going to make money. Yeah, and they're training, or Wong's training Abomination. Yeah, and then they, and then uh, one thing I find that I want to point out that's kind of interesting is they, Wong obviously does this little portal thing with an inter. there's an interesting, like, room that they go in where it's like, yes. there's a bunch of, like, cages, like, almost like, yeah, that that was one thing I was kind of kind of looking into when I was rewatching it because, yeah, that that had me interested. I yeah, kinda, I, I was wondering what that was all about. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Ultimately, Shang ends up fighting his. 
we get the reveal of his sister because Shang ends up fighting her. He's like trying to, he's trying to be like, yo, yo, um, I need, we need to talk. They're after your pendant. The, mm. this group is. And, but she ends up beating the crap out of him. Yeah. Pretty handily. After that, we find out that the fighting ring is hers. That's right. Well, and I think he announces it too, right? The announcer does. I don't remember. I just remember to find out that it is. But... They go to... So after the fight, Shang and Katie go to her office, and Shang's like, yo... like I mean, like I was saying, yo, um, these guys are trying to take our pendants, and they already took mine, they're coming for yours, and she's like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this bull crap right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Soon after that... The Ten Rings group invades the underground the, fight ring. Yeah. So cool. That, yeah, that, that whole action scene's awesome. I love that one. It's comes out of nowhere. You just hear a big, like, boom. And it's off to the races. Yeah, all the thugs start showing up. And we get our first look at... I can't remember the name of the character. It's my favorite costume. The dude with the the mask oh, the white mask yes uh, i think his name's like the death dealer or the death, death dealer, dealer that's something. right it's death yeah. dealer i love that costume i love 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 it so cool love it to escape so uh his sister shang's sister goes down the elevator and she totally abandons them like a secret elevator she's like i'm out yeah. like i don't really yeah. care about you perks of being the owner and you're, and the audience has this brief moment with Shang where he's trying to figure out what to do. Like, there's very little things he can do right now on how to escape. And he's right next to a window. And, and as an audience member, you have a little hint. You're like, no way. There's no way he's going to break this window and go that way. Yeah, just jump out the window. Yeah. He does. They're like, fifth, they're like several stories up. Oh. And, they're, and they're walking on. I, I, loved, I love this. I love this part. Oh, yeah. Just like, like with the bamboo. Great. The way they, they're flipping around the construction thing. And then like interacting with like the characters themselves. And then like and then it transitioning into like the big fight of the Another, death dealer. Yes, yes. Another oh. great use of environment. Oh yeah. With it looks fantastic. Choreography is on point. Fighting is on point. Well, choreography is part of the fighting, but yeah, he's kind of swinging through all the bamboo while trying to make sure Katie doesn't get fall. Fall. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all good stuff. And then the what's the name of the guy again? The dealer. Oh, the death dealer. Shows up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fight. Is so oh my gosh, it is my favorite fight of the entire film. It definitely a best. My opinion. I love the chase prior to the buildup where where Shang is chasing yes him down the the corridors. There's some great there's some great I love how it's shot too because it's close up on Shang, so you don't get a lot of the environment around him, making it harder to know like when the death dealer is going to attack. Shang yes. out of nowhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This fight's just awesome. <laughs> it is very Skyfall silhouette esque. 
that was the one thing that you and I literally talked about as soon as the trailer came out. Yeah, and then and after we watched the movie, right? Was, yeah, we both kind of had that like, we both drew that drew that connection. We were like, that's that's Skyfall. It is Skyfall. For those that don't know, there's a fight in Skyfall where Bond is finds this one guy who's a part of who's he's trying to get information from basically. Mm-hmm. And they have this great fight where most of it, you only see their silhouettes, which is really cool. And the backdrop oh, yeah. is... Yeah. It's a blue billboard. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you, the light's coming in from the opposite side, so you can't see their faces and all that. Right. Kind of like this movie. Except this one is a little more lit up. And there's really only like three or four seconds where it's directly like the Skyfall scene, really, where it just shows their silhouettes. I'm so glad that they didn't use the shaky cam. Oh, I'm so for the action. Yeah, that would have been kind of annoying. That would have been terrible. I. Yeah, it it gets kind of annoying sometimes. So yes, they have some. They have a great one-on-one action sequence. Yes. I love just the trading blows. And the camera work. It's so just tense. It's so, so, it's superb. It's awesome. The literal best. Top tier Marvel action. For oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. And then, yeah. But El Padre comes in. He's like, yo, things are happening. <laughs> he stops the fight. He Well, so Sean's about to kill him. Yes. Oh, and he yeah. stops the fight. They end up going to... They're the compound, the Ten Rings compound, in a very peaceful manner, actually. You'd, you'd expect yes. that his father would be, like, ang- angry that he left, that Shang yeah. left the compound well, and escaped. He's pretty chill, for the most part. He's, he's um, pretty chill and understanding. Or he, like, has that, like, vibe to him. 100%. This is where we get to the... We're at the part in the film where we get a breather, a long breather, yes. which yes. we see in a lot of Marvel films. Mm-hmm. And, right, it's quite peaceful, some really great dialogue, some really great conversation, heartwarming, sad conversation between the father and his son, yeah. daughter and son. Yeah, I, th- that's one thing I did like about this movie was, like, when it, when it slows down, it really takes more of a writing approach than it does like trying to set up like big action for most of it although it does towards the end like for the most of it it's it's like it explores more by like a family dynamic than it does like trying to make like jokes or something like that and i yeah it's a lot more Mm -hmm. serious too it is yeah sometimes with superhero movies you'll get like they'll have this semi side plot or slower plot part of the plot in the film to kind of have as an outlet for the main true main timeline of the film or heavy kind of stuff heavy parts Mm -hmm. of of the plot yeah but this one didn't feel like that this one felt like it was there for a reason. It aided the plot. It didn't feel like it was trying to, oh, hey, step away for a second so we can take some of your viewing experience <clears throat> off 
the the main plot you know yeah i get where you're going with that mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it, it felt like what would normally be more of a side arc with like exploring dynamics of like father son it was like the main thing that they really focused on for a solid chunk of the movie which is kind of cool Expectation-wise, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that they held a... emphasized the relationships so much. Like, come, like yes. you'd think being a martial arts film, and martial arts being a big deal, you'd think that they might have maybe spent less time doing that, and I'm so glad that they didn't. Yes, I'm glad that they, they really took their time and kind of explored that. I love the actor for Wenwu. He did a great job. Oh, yes. Um, I've been meaning to check out some of his older movies because, I mean, he's part of some, like, some of those South Korean classics. I heard he's a he's a good actor. I mean, and I believe it from from what I saw, so. Oh, yeah. Very compelling yeah, this, job. I think this was, like, his first English movie. And so he's like, yeah, kind of making my way over. Yeah. Then we get some great CGI when Wenwu uses the two pendants from his daughter and son to create this map that shows where the village is that Wenwu was searching for in the beginning of the film. Yes. Um, yeah, that part's awesome. I like, like the um, CGI for that is I mean, it looks amazing. It does. That's one thing that I wrote in my notes that uh, after watching the film. Dude, the CGI... This is top-tier Marvel CGI. Yeah. It, it, it kind of has, like, um... Uh... Oh, Iron Man. Kind of that feel where it's, like... It doesn't feel like it's overbearing with its CGI. But, like... And that makes it, like, when it is used... It's really cool looking, and like it looks satisfying to look at. No doubt. Yes. So no after doubt. the they 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 the map is revealed from the water, which is really cool implementation. That's that's really cool to think that the water kind of comes out and shows them how to get to the village. Yeah. Shang is confronts his dad. And his dad asks him, like, yo, will you help me? And he's like, no, I won't. And his sister's like, no, I won't. So they get imprisoned, and they meet Trevor Slattery. Yeah, from Iron Man 3. Yes, yes. Another great MCU connection. Yes. Obviously, for those that don't remember or haven't seen Iron Man 3, Trevor Slattery was the actor that played a played basically Wen Wu. Right. Yeah. He's basically this entire time been a jester for yes. <laughs> for the Ten Rings compound. Yeah, and he's uh what Shakespeare play is he doing? Um <sighs> I can't remember. And he has this really weird, weird looking pet. Yes. We love that pet. Doesn't he he names him Marie Morris? Is it Morris? Morris. That's yeah. right. These two end up helping Shang his sister, and Katie get to the sacred village. This is a, a gripe for me in this film is I don't like how they're spending so much time in the car. 
it makes it, in my opinion, it makes it feel more anticlimactic than than it could have been. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, TJ, but I, I was not a, a fan. I don't know. I think... I thought it was fine. I think it was it was just a nice way to transition from point A to point B without, like, trying to go crazy hard. Like, I, I felt like it was more of a, like, a, just a transition piece. That's understandable. I still keep my opinion, though. But I see where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, I, I don't think it was supposed to be, like, crazy big, but I don't think it was supposed to be, like, yeah. I didn't mind it that much. I don't know. So they get to the village, and they we get this great... They meet their aunt, and we get this yes. great training section that we see in several Marvel films. Yeah. Katie is... <laughs> Katie uses the learns the bow and arrow, starts shooting the bow and arrow. Shang's sister learn, uh, starts using the... I can't remember the name of it, but it's like that rope with the kind of cool oh, blade on the end of it. It's really cool. The blade and the weight. Yeah. It's, um, it's called the... I know what it's called. It's called the... It's called the Joyo. I think it's what it's called. The Joyo. Oh. Is the yes. name of... And it's and it's a legit thing. Like, it's actually a, oh, in yeah. history. Uh, the Chinese use it, I'm pretty sure. It's hmm. legit legit weapon and Shang learns the ways of the peaceful fighting style that his mother yes had who ultimately was able to take down Wenwu in the beginning mm. of the film using it I love that I love that scene it was very wholesome I love the dialogue between Shang and his aunt oh yeah uh I mean yeah it's it's, it's a nice way of like transitioning from like what he thinks he should be fighting to like how like he should actually be right yeah yeah it's another right mm-hmm. and then we get the final big crazy finale dude this finale is it's insane this is the biggest yes this is the biggest origin film finale we've ever seen as far as, like, not scale-wise, well, sort of scale-wise, but just, like, the sheer amount of crazy... There's stuff that comes out of, like, left field at some points. It's just like, what? Yeah. Right. Dude, the CGI for the minion things... Yeah. Those are cool. They looked so real. So real. Yeah, it would... Oh, dude. Yeah, that was off. crazy. I was looking at it, and I'm like, holy crap. I know this is CGI, but I'm looking at them on screen, and I'm like, this look, they look so just clear Different. and well-defined, you know? Yes. It's definitely... Yeah, it looked a lot better than I was, like, expecting it to. Because I, I, I saw it, like, start to happen, and I was like, ooh, I wonder how this will look, because, like... I think they look really good, or kind of, kind of goofy. Well, it looked really good, and I was like, I was taking it back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah. The, basically, what happens is, is when Wu and his group finally make it to the village on the day that the path opens up, because there's only a certain amount of days that the that the path is open. 
the village and Wenwu's group starts fighting. Wenwu goes off to open the gate. Mm-hmm. The reason he's opening this gate is because the gate he thinks that his wife is in there. The the dark mm-hmm. the dark dweller but yeah, is imprisoning El Madre. He thinks that the, the dark dweller is calling out to Wenwu. Yes. In the because... form of his wife's voice. Yes. But yeah, he thinks that the wife is in there when it's actually yeah. So he goes, he's making his way to the gate. He stops at the shrine where his his wife's shrine there in the village. Mm-hmm. And Wenwu and his son, Shang, have this great piece of dialogue. I think it's my favorite piece of dialogue in the entire film because it's just super wholesome. And, like, basically Wenwu's, like, saying, like, giving him one more chance, like, come on, we got to do, do this with me together. Don't stand in my way. Yeah. Your mother's in there and I got to get her out. Like, it's just, it's super just kind of sad and and stuff. But, you know, yeah. Shang's like, no, he's she's not in there. Yeah. You know, stop, do, don't do this. And they end up fighting. What are your thoughts on both parts of the fighting, TJ, that they have? Both? Uh, both their yeah. sections? I like, I like their sections. Um, I like that the first one's kind of like, it's more like martial arty, kind of like, uh, it feels more like your average uh, just martial arts movie. And then, like, it slowly transitions into, like, more like the superhero Ten Rings kind of thing later. That's where it gets really cool. <laughs> yes, yes. It's cool to see how Wen Wu, when he really is just done with this, it just shows how powerful he is with the rings. Because mm-hmm. when he really wants to go to that gate, he... He's like, I'm done with this. He pummels Sean. Yes. What's cool is we get this... He propels himself with the rings, which is pretty cool to see. It's a really cool implementation. Oh, yeah. He propels okay. himself with the rings, and and then he starts bashing the, the gate to yes. get what he thinks is his wife out. And because of this, the minions of the Dark Dweller start to leak out. Mm-hmm. and go to the village. We then get to see some very, honestly horrifying... Monsters. Take the souls out of these people. Oh, yeah. It's it's uncomfortable to see. Oh, yeah, it's insane. It's very unsettling, and, and just like the the minions themselves... It's horrifying to watch. Yeah, it's definitely something. <laughs> I was hoping for a better ending for the Dark Dealer. That's his name, right? I, oh, the, I yeah, the make Death Dealer. Death Dealer, that's right. I keep butchering his name. The Death Dealer, but it's kind of just, it's fitting seeing such like what we think is a powerful character. Just get, get so easily. It really sets a good understanding for how powerful these minions are. Yes. Really. It, yeah, it really sets the tone for the rest of the battle. Right. So. Basically, next, the village and the Ten Rings group work together 
to try and stop these guys. The village has these really cool dragon scale weapons that's able to kill these minions. Monsters. Monsters. Whereas the other standard high quality steel weapons that the Ten Rings group or the electric staff thingies that the Ten Rings group has does nothing to them. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. One thing that I do want to mention too is we get a very comic accurate suit for Shang-Chi. Really, It's really cool. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Shang is in the water. Mm -hmm. We get another, and we get another peaceful scene with with this too, his kind of revival, where the Great Protector, debatably the best CGI in the film, this dragon, the Great Protector, mm-hmm. kind of helps Wenwu regain his strength. And they, Shang. what did I, I said, yeah, that's right. Gosh, Shang, yeah. we've been talking for a while. Shang, yeah, yeah. get his strength back up. And then Shang confronts Wenwu for a final time. Yeah. The implementation of the rings, like the way they use them in this final fight between each other, as you pointed out earlier, TJ, is really cool. Oh, yeah. It's... It adds a new, like, layer of, like... Where the first one's just kind of... Like, I don't want to say average, but, like... Your normal, like, like, kung fu kind of fight... Like, it slowly transitions into, like, the superhero, like, more, I want to say, like, supernatural, like, way of, like, fighting. Because they implement the rings more, and, like, the way they kind of dance around each other with those are cool. Definitely. And we see that mix, too. We see that mix of Shang using the cool, the fighting style that he learned from his aunt to overcome... His father. Hmm. He, Shang ends up getting like half of the rings. He gets like five of them. He's hmm. able to harness five of them. And essentially, he beats his father. He doesn't kill him. The, unfortunately, what happens is is the we get to see the big, crazy, dark dragon. dweller. Dragon. Yeah. Very cool design. Come out. Oh, yeah. He and The dark dweller ends up grabbing his father... Very sad. A very sad scene seeing his father's soul getting sucked out by the Dark Dweller as he's staring at Shang and Shang staring back at him. And as his final gesture, he gives Shang the rest of the rings, the the remaining five to him. More of the battle ensues. Ultimately, Shang is able, with the help of his sister and Katie, oddly enough, is yeah. able to beat the Dark Dweller. Katie shoots an arrow, a very, very hard shot, like, a, so lucky, like, extremely lucky with her limited, limited skills, shoots a dragon tip, dragon scale tipped arrow at the Dark Dweller, while the Dark Dweller is horrifyingly, might I add, sucking the soul out of the Great Protector dragon. Yeah. Hits the Dark Dweller in the neck. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it kind of turns the tide of the battle. And then, yeah. It's it's horrifying to see, just like, it was horrifying, I don't know about you, TJ, but it was horrifying to see the Great Protector, or the, 
Grey Protector basically being like grappled onto by it was such oh, a yeah. horrifying like position to see it in where like the Dark Dwellers grappling onto the Grey Protector and sucking the soul yes out of it, it yeah it yeah it felt like unnaturally like weird to watch you were just kind of like oh it makes you kind of like yeah I, I had that same feeling where I was kind of I was kind of just like ah, this feels weird it does it's not a good feeling it's, it's what it is no, seeing this definitely not but yeah Katie yeah. shoots the arrow and the Grey Protector is able to get free and Shang, he did this with a fight against his father, but he does like this Dragon Ball Z oh, yeah, thing the, where he um, powers up. Yeah, the Kame- like some sort of Kamehameha. Yeah. Yeah. The, where he yeah, makes the ball with the rings and shoots it out. It's awesome. It's so that. cool. It's so cool. It's, yeah, it's a really cool just, it's a really cool pose and a really cool thing. Yeah, it's just cool visually. I love the, the changing color, too, of the rings for the changing of the power over yes. from over from yeah, Wenwu to Shang. Yeah, from, like, blue to gold. Yeah. So he builds this up, and he shoots it literally straight down the Dark the, Dweller. Yes. Ends up essentially eviscerating it. <laughs> awesome. It's an ending that you wouldn't, you never would have expected. Oh, no. God, no. Yeah, I was not expecting this movie to go full-blown dragons and all that. I was so happy when it did. Blows to pieces. And the film resolves really quickly, actually. Because you have this, and then pretty much right after, the only scenes left is you have... Like, two other scenes, pretty much. Two other scenes. Exactly two. Yeah. You get, like the village kind of chilling post battle kind of remembering the lost kind of thing and then soon after it's them back in san francisco back where it all started so yeah they're talking to this they're talking to this couple and then wong comes out and he's like yo feed you guys and uh the movie ends and but we get a post-credit scene uh, along the same lines with the Hulk shows up. That's or right, Bruce Banner, Banner and Captain Bruce Marvel. And, yeah, and uh, it's a, apparently the rings are calling out to something. So we don't know what yet. Right, because the whole thing with the rings is, and Bruce Banner points this out, is like they transcend... What do you say? Like, they transcend, like, modern technology or something like that? Or, like, all the yeah, weapons they're... that they've seen before? Yeah, it's, it's no, like, nothing they've seen tagged before, technically. Like, it's it's made out of, like, different material. And just, like, they're more... They have, like, some, like, cosmic energy to them. Or something like that. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel dips for, like, the... <laughs> seems like every time Captain Marvel's on some sort of, like, group call, she always has to dip. <laughs> yes, she does. Like, this is the second time we've seen this in, like, three or four movies. Like, it happened in Endgame, where she's like, oh, I got something, and then leaves. Yeah. And then yeah, does it I, again I, with this one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's slowly becoming 
her like trademark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we get a nice cool shot of the t- new ten rings with the sister leading. Then something ten rings and Shang Chi will return. Pretty much ends there. The whole thing with his sister was, and Sean pointed this out, was she was supposed to clean up the Ten Rings yes. group and end it. But she does the exact opposite, as you said. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah. It's a new, new avenue. Ca- yeah. New characters, new avenues. Yeah. Before we end it, TJ. Yeah. What is your favorite scene in the film? Ooh, my favorite scene. I'll tell you mine. We didn't talk okay. about it. We didn't talk about it. My favorite scene is when Shang's mother dies in a flashback, and he's eight years old, or something around eight. Oh, yes. And the Iron Gang essentially shows up because they're trying to get revenge for on Wenwu. Wenwu's not there, and we just see... We don't actually see the Iron Gang beat up and kill his mother, but we see the emotion and the facial expressions coming from Shang-Chi as a young yes. boy. Very powerful and very kind of haunting oh. scene. Oh, yeah. Um, the friend I saw it with, we, we both kind of had that like same reaction. We were like, whoa, this guy, like... Kind of dark. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I, that's definitely up there. And then part two of this, which is my favorite favorite, although I put this one that I just talked about with it because it's kind of similar. When... Freaking Wenwu gets the rings back and kills all of the Iron Gang. Yes. So awesome. So dark. It's so well done. It's so well done. And it's at this point that you realize, like, he doesn't care for his son's, what his son sees of him. Yeah. As a figure. Hmm. He's angry. He kind of just sets his son to the side. And all you and then, basically you see is him go up to the table, just go, and just breaks it in half, starts beating the crap and killing all of these guys yeah. without any mercy. Oh yeah, it's yeah. That was one scene that really was like, well, so well done. It's cool too, like seeing him walk through this kind of club, like this underground kind of club, just like with the rings and his cool co- and his cool kind of dress suit thing yeah takes all the dudes out and there's a guy that stumbles next to Wenwu's son and Wenwu's like tell me where your leader is or whatever he won't say because he's like he's like I don't know I seriously don't know and you just see the facial expression of Shang as Wenwu literally but like crushes the dude's face with the rings oh yeah it's it's crazy yeah I love those. I love those scenes. It's, they're my favorite because they're dark. I love seeing the boys, Chong's facial expressions of of just hor- like being horrified, and just the action itself. Oh, yeah, I think um, probably my favorite is um, it's right before the big battle. It's where Chong is just kind of chilling by the waterfront, and then Katie walks up, and they kind of have this exchange about like. And then Chong's like, I need to take out my father. Like, but that whole back and forth is really well done. I, I like that too. I like that too. It's, as we mentioned before, the film does a nice job with 
those kind of character conversations. Yes. Yeah, that was one thing I really liked about the writing. Yeah. That part of the writing is really good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that yeah. is Marvel's Shang-Chi. Yeah. We went a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I think we covered some really good stuff there. I mean, yeah, it's hard not to talk about this movie considering it's so new and it's still fresh on our minds. We wanted to cover as much as we could, so that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably revisit it on our little rewatch. We'll talk about what we didn't then, so. <laughs> we are we, we hope you like the Marvel movies because we've been doing three in a row. Yeah. But if you're kind of getting tired of them, you're in luck because yes. we're taking a break for a wa- quite a while, for a little here. Yeah, at least for Marvel movies. Not at least yet. for Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. We're taking a yeah. for Marvel movies. TJ, what is the next film we're going to be talking about? Uh, we're talking the Cincinnati Kid with Steve McQueen from. That's right. I think like sixty-seven, sixty-five, sixty-five. I was gonna say it's somewhere in that year, mid sixties. Yeah, that realm. So that 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 will that will be fun to discuss. We're excited for that. Oh yeah. To for yeah. a change of pace. Yeah, I'm very interested to see where that movie goes. Mm-hmm. Neither of so. neither of us have seen this movie. We have no no prior yeah. knowledge to this film. Of course, we've seen plenty of other steve mcqueen films yes but we haven't seen this one yeah not not yet we will soon though as of next week <laughs> well everyone thank you for listening we yeah. hope you enjoyed be sure to give us a follow on spotify or subscribe to us on apple podcasts and also follow us on instagram at field of films yeah that's what i was just about to say yeah tj but... anything else you want to mention yeah other than that if you haven't seen Shang-Chi yet and for some reason listen to us without, go yes. watch it. It's a, it's a good movie. Congratulations. You The entire movie is now spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Well, I guess see you in the next podcast. That's right. We will see you next time. Thanks for the uh, the listen. Yeah, we'll see you then. <laughs>